Hey, what's up, DBC fans? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. Well, first of all, Freddie, the best part is it's free. There's nothing better than using a free, awesome service. To make the process simple and easy, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor helps people find your show by distributing the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. Also, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I like like money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We love using Anchor. It's a great platform that lets us hear from the fans and reaction theater with Anchor's Leave a Message feature. So when you create your account with Anchor, you can also utilize their feature and make your own podcast. TJ will uh, be your first guest. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. This is Dale Jr. and you're listening to Dirty Mo Radio. Outside, door, bumper, clear the 18. Best car I had here in a long time. You're going to do it. You're going to win it. Right with you. You're clear. Check the flag. You win. Oh, yeah! Woo! Hey everybody, I'm TJ Majors. I am spotter for the 88 Cup car, the 7 Xfinity car, and the 29 truck. And joining me today is my normal sidekick. Hey, it's Brett Griffin, spotter for the winning Elliott Sadler last (laughs) week at Talladega. Clint Boyer, who finished 8th, and I think I might be doing a truck this week. Somebody said Clint's running, but nobody's really mentioned me spotting, so I'll uh, I'll either be spotting or I'll be sitting at, at Hooters. Yeah, you're, not, you're definitely spot. not going to make practice. Nah, I can't make <laughs> practice. You? I, I wasn't going to bring it up, but you know, I probably won't either. <laughs> so we have practice all day in Kansas. On, we don't. Thursday. Trucks have practice all day Thursday, like yeah. six and a half hours. Holy crap. Oof. And I have an important victory lunch here at JRM that sure I do. must attend. Yeah, I. Uh, you, you're invited too. I got a Dungeons and Dragons meeting at four. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be something better to do than eight hours of truck practice. Yeah. Right? Not too thrilled about that, but my guy will do. Clint, not like Clint won't know the way around there. Yeah, no And my Tyler Reddick will be. He's pretty good anyway, so he'll be fine as well. We got a lot to talk about, man. Busy week at Talladega. We got yeah. media people mad. We got drivers mad. We got people happy. I'm happy. This is going to be a good show. Kristen, you happy? Yeah. I'm happy. Josh, Who, you happy? I'm happy. Who we brought? Who's bringing us the show today? One main is, man. One main's bringing our show from Exalted Studios. Thankful to both of those partners for, yeah. for supplying this show. And make sure to follow Exalta Racing on Twitter. If they reach 20,000 followers before May 13th, they'll partner with Pocono Raceway to give away $88,000 if Dale Jr. wins the Exalta We Paint Winners 400 at Pocono on That's, June 5th. I don't understand why people won't take free money. Right? You it's don't have to do follow. anything. Just it's click. a follow, and they're going to give away money for following. You, I, mean, I, I just want $88 <laughs> at this point. I would take $0.88 cents right I'll, take, I'll take $8. $8. Yeah. Go follow them at yeah. Exalta Racing 88,000 reasons to follow them. Yeah, and yeah, possibly $88,000 um, reason to follow. And if you win and you clicked follow because you heard it on the show, you owe half of your winnings <laughs> to us four. They, they're up to 18.2,000 now. Yeah. So that's, oh, that's we can do it. Isn't that 18,200? Yeah, 18.2. <laughs> I've never heard 18.2 thousand. That's how it shows up on Twitter. It's stupid. I know that, but I've never heard it called 18.2 thousand. That's 18,200. Yeah. Would, would you prefer 18.2K? There you go. That's more presentable lingo. Way to go, Josh. Yep. Josh is on it. Josh, did you write novels today for our questions? I did again? not. I tried to keep them as uh, short as possible. We gave Josh hell last week. I went oh, run, my I went, gosh. I went running somewhere. Where were we at last week? Tell, like, I went for a run, and I put my the podcast on because I like to criticize did ourselves. Did you tandem somebody? Yeah, so I go, I'm go. i going running. I did, actually. Um, <laughs> so I'm running, and I'm like, man, we're giving Josh hell so on this much. show. I kind yeah. of felt bad afterwards. So I did And then I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. <laughs> Josh I didn't is 6'5". I don't feel bad. We'd have to chicken fight even to have a chance at this guy. And I'd have to get on your shoulders, you Kristen, because you're shoulders. the tallest one in here besides him. Yeah, you are. TJ would be the referee. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's no way. TJ would be a good topper in cheerleading, though. Yeah, I, I could probably yeah. put you on my shoulders. You're definitely the base. You're going to catch me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like a cheerleader? Yeah. 
Guys, we have to talk about Talladega and Elliott winning, getting into victory lane, Justin as getting a P2, you know, the one main team. We had the CEO and um, the EVP there with his family, tons of guests. It was just an incredible weekend for us. It was. I don't think we could have scripted it any better. You know, if you look at last week's show, TJ and I were talking, and I predicted a junior motorsports win. Clearly, I wanted it to be our team. If it couldn't be our team, I wanted it to be TJ's because the seven's been running really well, too. So, you know, Justin Allgaier played a huge part in this win. And and, and the biggest part he played, you probably would think, was pushing Elliott. And he certainly did a tremendous job of that. But when we came off of two, coming to the checker, Elliott and Justin have such a big round on Joey, they hit Joey, and it shoots Elliott down underneath the yellow line. Now, when you go underneath the yellow line, the rule is you can't improve your position, right? But Justin didn't have to let him back up, and Justin left that door open, just enough room for us to get back up and get another run at the 22. I didn't, realize he, I didn't realize he uh, – I didn't realize Elliott got that low until I saw it on TV, uh, replay of it later. I didn't realize Elliott – because you can't tell what lanes, how far they are. You can tell a little bit, but you can't really tell, and I didn't – I didn't know uh, Justin, you know, made that move to do that, but obviously it worked out good for both. My, my butt drew up, man. I live, my body drew up because I saw it and I saw him get shot down, and I was like, "Oh my God, we're wrecking." Yeah. We come from I last. I saw it a little bit. I saw him hit, and and uh, I saw him hit, and, and I saw Elliot kind of them get separated a little bit, but uh, I didn't think he went that far down there. But it, it was for. It, I don't. It wouldn't have been. I think it would have made a really big mess if we would have tried to pass you and go three wide. I think it would have made a huge mess. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure how that would have went. Thanks to up. thanks to Justin for letting us up. That was certainly one of the reasons we were in position to win. But when you look at Elliott coming from last to first in 20 laps, man, that's almost yeah. Earnhardt-esque to do. Well, our our goal was we had talked about it before that before we went green. Our our plan was to stick with you guys, and we when you're when you're in the third row. You don't really have a choice, you know. You can, and luckily we had a teammate in front of us to try to push. And the best chance we had was to help the one as much as we could. And then if it worked out, we would have a shot of passing at the end. But yeah. that's the best thing we could have done. And TJ came down to me and told me that he said, "Hey, we're going to stay with you until the front stretch coming to the checker, and yeah, then if it's, we have a chance to race. We'll then race. It, then it's let's see who can win the race. So that's exactly how it played out. Got some great shoves and, and ultimately won the race. You want to take us through the last lap? Yeah, you know, I know we've got some audio here to share, so why don't why don't we play some of that and we'll stop it and. and I listened to the it. last eight minutes yesterday, and yeah. it made my like heart start racing again. So, and I think TJ can attest to this: like when you're spotting, you're not remembering what you're saying. So this will be the first time I've heard the really? audio. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. I mean, you don't know what you're saying because you're you're in the game and you're delivering information and you're trying to help your guy. So it's not like you yeah, remember you're describing what you're seeing. Yeah, you don't remember you what don't you really, say. Yeah, you're a lot of blabbing and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. White flag right here. Two by two behind you. All clear, all clear. Two by two behind you. Still two by two. Still two by two behind you. Outside now, they are tandem out there. Outside. Now the seven's on you. Outside, outside. Good to push hard. Come on, man. Come on. You got help. Big help right here. Big help. Good to push hard when you get there. Two by two. Two by two. Two by two push. So two by two means that we're covered on the outside and we have two rows of two wide lined up around us. When I'm telling him that he's able to push hard, it means there's nothing in front of the car that's in front of him. One thing that we've had to learn as spotters to manage is that gap out front. And when I tell him the seven is on him, that doesn't mean he's bumping him. That means he's literally leaning on him and pushing him with all of his might. And, and what we've seen in years past with this no tandem rule is that it is in effect for the entire race, but the tolerances of it with one to go, it kind of goes away a little bit. Hard. Push hard, push hard, push hard. Push hard, push hard, push hard. I'll let you know if it gets clear. You're and, clear. And when I say that, I'm talking about the seven being clear. Like Elliot's going to know when I say clear that he's clear. But what they're trying to understand behind them is when is the seven clear? Because if the seven gets clear and he is going to commit and stay with Elliot, it gives Elliot an opportunity to make a move and take the seven with him and leave the 22 stranded. Looking low behind you. Back outside behind you. You're all clear right here, man. All clear, dude. All clear. Get through there. Get through there. Get through there. Save it. Come on. Dig, 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 dig. Yellow's out. Dig hard, dig hard, dig hard, dig hard, dig hard. Dig hard. The yellow, the yellow's out. The field should be froze. We should be the winner. We should be the so we're in the restart zone with the lead, with a two-car length lead. 
Here's the thing with Logano. Yes, we get tandem with him coming off of four. We leave the pack, which tandem allows you to do that. You're connected, right? You're, you're leaving the pack. Elliot, it was for seconds, but at the end of the day, it makes you go fast, really fast, really quickly. Elliot looks right. When he looks right, Logano blocks right. When Elliot looks left, Logano blocks left. We've seen this move 20 times play out. When you're in Logano's shoes, you have two options, finish second or wreck yourself. He chose to wreck himself, and in wrecking himself, he tried to wreck us too, not necessarily intentionally, but as a result of him blocking that aggressively, he wrecked himself and he almost wrecked us. So when we get shot down below the yellow line, I'm watching Elliott. I'm listening to NASCAR waiting on them to call a yellow because I know Logano is going head on in that fence. And I know when he does that, they're going to have to throw a yellow at some point, and you just have to hope we maintain the lead prior to them saying yellow. If they if they if we lose a lead and then they say yellow, we lose the race. We maintain our position till well after start finish. Well after start finish. I hope they threw the caution. They threw the caution. They threw the caution. They threw the caution. Hey, hell of a save, man. I'll let you know what NASCAR says. All right, so so the next I don't know how long it was from the time that the checker flag was waved until they made a decision. It felt like forever down in our time. pistol. It was man, a long time. We finished the race, and I'm not nervous. And the longer we waited, I literally started shaking. And, and the thing that was making me the most nervous was how am I going to tell Elliot Sadler he didn't win this race? After I've told him, based on the audio from NASCAR, based on where you were compared to the field, based on the field being frozen when the yellow flies, and you being able to maintain the reasonable speed all the way through the start-finish line, I think you've won the race. But if they say you haven't won the race, like how am I going to break this guy's heart? You know, like and, and, and for six minutes, maybe it was ten, maybe it was two, it felt like forever, I started physically shaking because I didn't know how to tell ultimately my best friend, man, you didn't win. And so I just sat there and On waited and waited and waited. And then I hear NASCAR – finally say, send the one to victory lane. To the front, I'll let you know something here. was out, we were the leader. The yellow was out, we were in the restart line. We were the leader. Pleading my He's case. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. He's on up here. He's on up here. We're coming out there really for a spoiler chat. Not us. We got, we're victory, Not right? us. <laughs> Good right there. Just ride right there. I'll be all right. He won that, right? They've not told us. They've not made a decision. This is where you're shaking. You're the leader of three-star zone. I can tell you that. They said put it out. We were in the lead. Finishes under review. Stop right there. Watch that 48. When it's froze, we're leading. They said put it out right there. We're leading. We're still leading. You just can't stop talking. They make a good call here, man. Nervous They haven't made anything in any statements yet. What does it look like on y'all's video? Haven't really shown a good view yet of when the cost came out. (laughs) When he said put it out, we were the leader in the restart zone. (laughs) Period. For the cars that officials are asking me, is that really where it's at? Where are you at, Elliot? Sitting on the start finish line. <laughs> Happy birthday, Elliot Sadler! Woo! Take it to Lane after the spoiler check. Hell yeah! That's awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. We um we took a little bit out of that because there was a a bunch there was a bunch of time so it's actually a lot longer than that. Yeah, yeah. there was like five minutes mm-hmm. of maybe even more. It was a, it was about eight minutes the entire clip. Really? Our yeah. team's just pacing yeah. down in the pit stall. I was stall. actually on the highway. Fox is standing up with Kevin. <laughs> were you really? <laughs> yeah. You were gone by the time they made it. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was outside the track on the road passing the dirt track actually. Wow. So it was long. It I was mean, long. It felt like forever to me, but I mean, I was in the moment, so it was super. Super exciting. It so, was so long that we were all waiting to hear you, and we were looking at Twitter, everything, trying uh, to figure it, was, it out. So if it when you see the um, the video and it shows the pit stall, you'll see me, and everyone starts cheering, and I'm just like, wait, we won? Because <laughs> I didn't expect to hear you go, right. get that thing to victory lane. Yeah. It was yeah. awesome. It was awesome. I and think it took them so long because there was so many, so many uh, factors into that. A lot of factors. There's so many factors where – were you actually in legal position above the line? Because right. that's always a grit. That's always a – you never know what's going to happen with that. And were they going to – were they kind of disappointed that maybe y'all pushed up there to get that advantage? Were they going to maybe take that away? Yeah. Um, there's just so many, you know, did you go down there willingly? Were you forced down there? You know, did you push up there if they saw something they didn't like? Who knows, man. They might have – they could have easily 
it's their bat, their ball, their field. They're going to make the ruling, and we're at their mercy at that point because there are a lot of variables they have to dissect. Clearly, we came home with a trophy. I think they dissected it correctly. You know, yeah. At the end of the day, you want to win the race. I think, uh, I think my biggest disappointment is the lack of the lack of setting a tone in the beginning of the race where you're going to not allow any pushing. You're, you're going to black flight two guys that push for half, three-quarters of a lap and then kind of warn all of us as spotters when we hear that, we're all like, okay, that's how they're going to call today. We need to be easy on it. Yeah. And then, you know, and then I slowly saw people push the envelope more and more as the race went on. Okay, a guy pushed for quarter a lap. This guy, just they just tried half a lap. No warnings or nothing. Right. I mean, I watched. We were up there third or fourth, and I watched y'all get kind of, this is when you got shuffled back a little bit. I watched y'all lock bumpers with Logano at start-finish line and let off in the middle of the backstretch. And I was like, all right, well, that just that just got away. You know, all right, that's how we can go half a lap at least right now. I mean, how are you not? And that's right in front of them. Right. I mean, they, and it was obvious, too. I was counting them. I kind of adjusted down for 15 car lengths back. I'm like, all right, they're 15 back. They're eight back. Still going. They're five back. Here they come. Yeah. And it's a big speed difference. So, I don't know. I, I Either let us push or – hammer down on it and if you push you're out i think when you look at elliot's mind frame he gets shuffled all of the way to the back of the pack and you literally have to say i'm gonna have to be very aggressive to get back to the front now if i'm overly aggressive and they penalize me at least i can look my team in the eye and say i was doing every damn thing possible to get back to the front when we got in trouble and I think you look at history and you, you look at the tolerances and you, you're, you're speculating if you're pushing the envelope too far or not. It's tough to do for, for the spotter. You know, I, I said a lot of times, easy, easy. And by easy, I meant get off his bumper. You know, I, think, I feel like our time lapses, we're, we're right there at that window. And NASCAR even told me during the race, hey, you're, you're right on the line. And I'm like, have we crossed it yet? And they're like, <laughs> you're all over the line. I'm like, what, what do you want me to tell my driver? He's on the line. I'm like, but as long as we don't go over it, you know, and, and again, we've talked about this before on this show. The tolerances of it are very difficult to dissect for us as competitors. You know, I am all for the, the purpose of racing being however you can go the fastest, let it be legal. But that's not the that's not the game we have. I just don't understand how you can do it in the Cup Series, but you can't do it in the Xfinity Series. I mean, if you, if you do it too long, you're going to overheat. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I It's just – I know we didn't we didn't really push anybody the entire race. We would push for a second and then get off. I right. mean, we did. We ran we ran the seven, ran the whole race, just kind of run our own deal there. And we just we started decently far back, so we were just trying to get in line and kind of just ride. And, and hopefully, we ended up. Our main goal was to end up in the end in position to be with a teammate or help something like that. But another thing, these wrecks happen because the wrecks are happening like this because guys are locked bumpers like that too. The way, it's not like it's not like Elliot had a big run and he came up on him and was just shooting by him. Right. These wrecks are happening because they're hooked and they're trying to swerve one way and come about. They, Elliot never even got inside of Logano. No. Oh. He swiped across his bumper yeah. and started turning him before he even got inside of him. Yeah. And that's not his fault still. That's still – you can't block twice. No. But they weren't even inside or outside. It's not like he had a big run. It's not like he turned back. him. No. He didn't not, turn him. He didn't have a bumper there. No. I mean, he, they were hooking bumpers basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I just feel like this need they just need to either let us push so we know we're legal, or because at the all these races are won by pushing. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, all of them are. You all just, of them. You need to push the end. I you mean, gotta push. That's the only way to win. You can't. You can't. Well, I don't. And what are you supposed to tell your driver at that point? Hey, look, it's green, white, checker. Push like hell. Yeah. Or am I? I'm sitting there telling Justin, like, look, make sure you don't stay on. Try to push him up there, help him as much as you can, but don't. And here I watch the 48 and two come blowing by us. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying on the outside. They're tandem. I mean, you got to do what you yeah. got to do to race to win. And I think we learned from Daytona. We took the lead off of two at Daytona to win the race, and we lost it to tandem. We weren't doing that again. What yeah. happened? I'd rather lose. I'd rather have a race taken from me. But I'd take my chances with that. Now it's almost setting it up for saying every race is won by a tandem. Yeah. So. One main to victory lane. One main to victory lane. Holla. Holla. First spot on, spot off. Dale Jr. controls the race car with his hand. Steering wheel came off. Uh, Spot off. You need to check that before you hit the racetrack. It's something that, as a driver, you always do. That's twice this year. And he said it was his fault. He took responsibility for it. But when you're in a hurry to get out there and, and 
we were fixing it, and, and, you know, you're always in a hurry when you're fixing a wrecked race car. So we were in a hurry, and he didn't get it clamped down there. But, say, you know, it's not something I can see or it's not something I should have to remind him of either. That's something that you do when you get in that race car. You put your belts on, and you put your steering wheel on, and you give it a good tug. So you gotta got to check that, man. Spot on for his talent. Holy yeah. cow. <laughs> that in-car video, we actually uh, had access to that during the race. And holy cow, I couldn't believe what he was able to do just from inside of the car out of pure instinct to drive and put the wheel back on. He said it turned good in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was it was insane. You know, my, my response to this, though, is, man, we need an engagement system that gives a them. A light on the dash or We've something. got all this technology on the dash now. Give them a green light of your steering wheel is engaged and lock. It's not going to pop off. We almost lost yeah. Steve Park to this thing. Jimmy Johnson had a hell of a wreck earlier this year. This could have been Dell Jr. Like, you know, uh, we're, we're the safest form of motorsports in the world. Let's look at this and let's let's fix this problem. Yeah. His uh, mental strength was uh, not surprising, but when he was saying, I'm calm, I swear, I promise, I'm calm, I'm calm, I'm fine. And yeah. I'm just like, how are you calm going 200 miles an hour and your steering wheel is off? Well, yeah. that, we were under yellow. Oh, so you yeah, we were actually going, going pretty slow because it was right after we fixed it. We were actually going pretty slow at the back of the field, letting cars go by, and I didn't even see us shoot down there. All I heard, I was looking up in front of us, just kind of checking where cars were at and stuff. And I, next thing yeah, I know, I hear this guy come on the radio and says, uh, "Tower, the idiot just went down through the grass." I don't see him anymore, and I'm looking like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't see him either. So they hold, they put the yellow back out, and we run another lap because they couldn't find us down in the grass somewhere. So we come back out and. And uh, <laughs> were you the one asking him if he was okay, if he was calm, or was that Craig? No, that was that was Greg. I thought that was interesting. Spot on, spot off. Amelia has wrecked twice. Time to put that car in the graveyard. Spot off. Amelia sucks. My <laughs> God. Yeah. Not only does she suck, she's wrecked twice by herself in the draft. Someone of Dell Jr.'s capability doesn't ever wreck by himself in the draft. Now, I know things can happen and air can get taken off the spoiler, but this guy has wrecked this car two times in the draft by himself. See ya. She's out. Yeah, I liked Amelia. Spot on. I liked her. She was a good girl. But she she cut her hair and got fat. She, uh, <laughs> <laughs> she didn't. I will say that those I've watched him, he was he was put in positions. Those last wrecks were because we were put into a position that we shouldn't have been put in in the first place. We should never have fallen back at Daytona. We should have been up further than what we were. Neutral system and, uh, and extensions, and we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to build a new one. We don't have a choice now. She's going to have to have a sister. Yeah. Michael Waltrip wreck. What's his fault? Spot on, spot off. The, the spot on for him wrecking back up the racetrack, but spot he didn't. He didn't ask to get shoved down there. That was not his fault. He got hit from behind and mm-hmm. shoved down there. But the the damn thing has a brake pedal and a steering wheel, okay? <laughs> it, I'm sorry. He, I'm sorry you're going to lose the draft. I'm sorry you're going to He was going hell bent into the turn. Yeah. I'm sorry you were going to lose the draft, but you're risking all the race cars being wrecked. So Pete Pistone is a media person who I tend to disagree with a lot, and he made the – ignorant comment that Michael wrecked because he stayed out to have the lead on old tires. Essentially, old tires is why Michael wrecked. Selfishness. What an idiot. We went the entire Xfinity race and only changed tires once. Cup cars put on two tires or fuel only all the time there. Tires mean zero at Talladega. You know, ignorance... ignorance creates confidence because when you're that stupid, you don't realize how stupid Stupid you are. are. So you can keep arguing your, your stupid point to the point that everybody that's educated and around you realizes how stupid you are. So Michael did not wreck because it was his fault. He got ran over from behind, which happens, which wasn't his, not his doing. It happened to a lot of people. We turned some cars over because of it. It wasn't his fault. And it wasn't because he was on old tires number and tires don't stick well in grass. No. So no, New tires or old tires, the grip and the grass. He made a hell of a save when he shot back up the racetrack. He did make a hell of a save. But it was at the detriment to Casey Mears because he left-sided. He tore the left side off 13 and 13 wrecked. He did. But, man, that's Talladega. I mean, we saw Tony Stewart do that in turn one in the Xfinity race, and everybody loved him for it. So, hey, this is plate racing. This is is why the media and the industry and the fans are all at each other's throat because it's Talladega. That's what we do. Michael did win a truck race with half a spoiler, too. I know. I finished second to him when he did that. Everyone we, finished second to him that night. We were tandem. <laughs> Wasn't anybody yeah. going to beat him. Nope. 
The Logano Kenseth feud fires back up. Spot on, spot off. I didn't see it. Tell me about it. Uh, I didn't. I didn't. Apparently, Matt was mad because Joey got into him at some point and it shot him down or whatever. Kind of like Michael when he lost a few spots or whatever. Okay. And did 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 Matt wreck? That Matt got lost a few spots and then that wreck happened on the outside. I've been collected with Danica, mm-hmm. but that was a couple laps later. Okay, or a few laps later. So okay, I don't know, man. I I don't see how you. There were some words exchanged outside of the care center. Yeah, and spot on, man. I love a feud. Yeah, I'm not sure that's really a thing to be feuding over. It's not like <laughs> it's not like a short track where you shoved him up the track. I mean, it's plate race in there. Everybody was driving the same. It wasn't just happened to him. Everybody was driving like that. So, but when uh, Kenseth was yelling at him or chastising him. Joey just had a <laughs> grin on his face. But Joey always words. has a grin with his yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. he always has that. He, Joey has the same look, happy, sad, mm-hmm. mad, crying. He, it's the same look. It's He's a hard to read. He's a great poker player. Three out of four DBC members visit Victory Lane and Dega. Spot on, spot off. All we do is win, win, win. No <laughs> and matter then all what. you see Brett going. Brett's like biggest thing was we got to get that Yeti cooler here. we got to get the Yeti cooler. Yeah. I made a mistake the last time. you got to get that cooler here. Yeah. And then it came and you had a happy Brett. Well, he was happier because he had a beer. tops and had a beer and <laughs> celebrated. Spot on for winning, man. TJ won the week before. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I did. Yeah. JRM back-to-back wins. Yeah. It's good. Company's rolling right now. A couple good How many races scores. have we won? Three out of nine? Three. Three. And Three. we have a yeah. – uh, Taking advantage of our strong yeah. points. Yeah. And we're locked into the chase. I mean, that's a big deal to be locked into the inaugural Xfinity chase because it gives us the summer – to try some new things and be aggressive on some things and see what we can learn to get ready for the championship run. And i got to tell you that our one-man guests, especially the CEO, they did not come down from that pit box. They even, the CEO, sat next to the engineer the entire time. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah, Jay's an awesome dude. And I think when we get to when we get to Daytona, Elliot's mindset will be, I want to win this race, mm-hmm. but I want to help the seven win this race to lock him in and, and pay him back. Elliot's a really giving guy, so JRM's on fire right now. We're doing it. In fuego. I'll just lock bumpers with us, pushes. We will, bro. <laughs> One to go. We're on you. All right, we're going into fast lane. So each of you guys will get 30 seconds to voice your opinion on the question, and then whoever responded first will get a 30-second what? Yeah, rebuttal. Let's go. For the topics <laughs> or whatever. All right, let's go. We got new listeners this week. We got to tell them what we're doing. They know what we're doing. No, we're know. debating. Oh, TJ do. and Brett. We basically get 30 seconds apiece. Team right now. Let's go. Elliot Sadler won the Xfinity race in Talladega. Again, I mean, we're when the talk caution light came on and he was leading the pack on the last lap, there have been comments from many fans about letting drivers race back to the line. From your perspective, what is the best option? Teach. I think NASCAR is doing a great job right now of how they're doing it. We cannot race past cars that are wrecking. We can't. It's not the cars that are ten car lengths behind the guys that are wrecking. It's the ones that are in the back. You can't have. Mike Harmon and whoever he's racing for money that matters to them through a wreck to hit somebody. It's it's going to be one bad accident one time. We don't need to be doing it. It's part of it. Yellow needs to come out when there's a wreck. There we go. That one sucks too. <laughs> suck. T- TJ is is dead on with his comments. I will say this: NASCAR catches a lot of crap from being inconsistent on a lot of things. But when you look at Saturday's race and you look at Sunday's race. Both of those cautions were timely when the wrecks happened at the end. They froze the field. They made the right call. They did everything correct on these two days. Yeah, we can't. If there's a solo spin and, no, and the guy doesn't hit anything and keeps rolling, no caution. Keep digging. But if there's a wreck and we have to get safety equipment, I don't care if it's a soft-looking wreck. If a guy hits a wall, we need to get people to him because you never know what could happen. And if we slack on it and something bad happens, that'd be terrible. So terrible. I, we got a lot of friends in this sport, and I'd hate to see one of them yeah. Sitting in a race car without safety help. Yeah, all there. the guys still racing oh, because, around him. Because we're still racing back to the line. Right. You know, I don't want that. Right. Brennan Poole thought he had the Xfinity race in Dago 1, and in fact he did not. How impressed were you with Brennan's attitude during post-race media? Brett? I think he's been listening to Tim McGraw's song, Always Stay, Stay Humble and Kind, <laughs> because this kid, you know, clearly was on an emotional high. He was the first car to start finish. He thought he won the race. His spotter, Tyler, is a really good friend of mine. Tyler and I were the last two standing up there looking at each other. And this Brendan kid, is he, he's got a long future ahead of him. He's a talented race car driver. He's done some good things this year. He handled that with the utmost amount of professionalism. Yeah, I uh, I liked his attitude a lot. I wish uh, a handful more kids would come along and have that attitude. I know plenty of them that would storm off and and uh, 
act, you know, real immature and stuff. But it's good to see a kid come along and, and handle that well. And I really wasn't – I personally wasn't really worried about him winning that race. I watched how, how long it took him to get there. I mean, we were basically running him into the fence at the start-finish line. So, and he didn't pass us till almost there. So, I figured the win was either going to be us or you. Right. Uh, so, I don't know. But congrats to, congrats to him for running good and yep. having that attitude. When you look at how an Eric Jones has handled some situations – and then you look, <laughs> and then you look at how Brendan Poole handles some situations. You know, there are guys. All these guys have talent, or they wouldn't make it to this level. But it's, it's certainly great for me, being on the marketing PR side of the sport for many years, to see a kid handle something like this because it's not. It's, it's tough. It's tough to be mature in that situation. I think they created that emoji with the water running out of the eyes for Eric. <laughs> oh, poor Eric. Most media has called for changes to Talladega and said that it was too much. The big one happened multiple times with cars going airborne. Many fans have said it's just Talladega and leave it alone. Who is right? TJ. Uh, that's that's plate racing. That's what we go and do. Sometimes you're going to have one wreck. Sometimes you're going to have none. Sometimes you're going to have six. It's just part of it. Uh, I don't think we need to change anything. Hopefully NASCAR can get some data off these cars and Maybe add something somewhere to aerodynamically to help keep them down when they do this, but that's plate racing. I have two stances on this cup race. It was really, really difficult to get runs. When it's really difficult to get runs, guys are blocking, they're beating each other's bumpers off. It's going to create wrecks. When the leader can literally block three lanes of traffic, that creates stall stalling out in the lanes, which creates guys fifth, sixth in line hitting cars. That creates a wreck. So. I'm not a huge fan of the package that we saw on Sunday. When we see this many cars get airborne, we will see NASCAR make a rule change to try to prevent it. We're doing the best we can do. I think we're doing an excellent job, but they'll they'll, they'll have a reaction to this, in my opinion. I didn't see anything different in, in Talladega this race than I did all last year. I just feel like I feel like everyone was uh, everyone was warned before the race. Hey, it's gonna rain. We're going to halfway. You need to be up front. So there was we never had that period where everybody just chilled. Everybody thought they had to lead every lap. And um, I didn't. I didn't see a lot of a lot of different drafts. We could, if your car was good, you could still get runs. But it was it was hard. But uh, I mean, I, I didn't see anything different than the last two Talladega races, personally. The off the wall topic. Floyd Mayweather said he would consider coming out of retirement, but he would need the payday to be nine figures. Is any fight worth that much money, TJ? Oh man, I don't know. I don't know. If Floyd fights, I'm going to buy it. Of course, I'm going to pay for the pay-per-view. I hate, He's really, really good. He's really, really good at being really bad, boring fighter. Yeah. He's so good. Protects you know, himself. Yeah, he just protects himself, and he strikes. And he's good. If you want to see a brawl, do not watch a Floyd Mayweather fight. So, <laughs> If he's going to fight Ronda Rousey, I'll watch, and I think she kicks his ass. Yeah. I think, I think she'd beat the he will not wrestle or get in a brawl with somebody. He'll run and back up. She'd beat his ass. She'd get her hands on him. It'd be over. That'd be awesome. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I agree. He's just—he's such a good. He's a—he's so good at boxing. Like yeah. Boxing itself, he is. He's the phenomenal. Man. He's ass. so fast. He's fast and he doesn't make mistakes. He lets you come at him. Mike Davis is back. Hashtag. No, he's trying to get some hashtag beat Mike, Davis. Mike Davis. Sucks. Mike Davis sucks. That's the first time I said that. I'm just Look kidding, at him. Mike. I think he uses a Floby. We have chosen the, be the best or funniest five hashtag AskDBC questions to ask the guys here today. At the end, you guys will choose your favorite question, and right. that person will receive an Elliot Sadler autographed hat. Hey, guess what? Hey. So now what? we have a new way of asking questions, too. Instead of just on Twitter, we have a new uh, Dale Jr. Dirty Mo Radio Facebook page. Oh, cool. If you're a Facebooker, you can get on there and... Send us uh, questions on there. Gives you more characters. Yeah, it'll get. Are the employees going to get their put their new cars and their diamond rings and all the stuff that everybody brags about on Facebook on this page, or is this like a legit? Uh, it's a real Dirty Mo Radio page. DMP man. page. Yeah, and like DMR. our page. Like it. Like it. I'm gonna like yeah. it. Like it and ask. You can ask questions on it if you're not very familiar with the the tweeter. So the first question at Crutchless Kane asks, Why doesn't Danica race in the Xfinity series? Seems like it would help her become a better driver. Uh, I've worked with her for two years in the Xfinity Series, and I think she's got plenty of talent to race in the cup side. She didn't do anything wrong Sunday. She got hit. <laughs> she showed how tough she is, man. Yeah. I mean, she's tougher than a steak from Western Sizzling. Holy yeah. cow. 
she hits the wall a ton. She gets out. I know she was clearly in pain, but man, she's she's tough. She's fearless. She's been 220 plus miles an hour in an IndyCar. Do I think racing in the Xfinity Series would help her? Absolutely. You get to pay attention to detail. I think double duty would help her on the weekend. Yes, restarts, restarts, traffic. You know, where she seems to struggle the most in our series is getting into the corner in traffic. So if she was doing that on Saturdays, even on Fridays in a truck race, it would certainly help her. So I think she needs to do it. Has she ever driven trucks? No, I don't think uh, so. I definitely think doubling up would help. I don't uh, – listen, I mean, look at Stenhouse. That dude's a two-time Xfinity champion, yeah. and he's running right where she runs. Does that yeah. mean he needs to go back too? She's not making mistakes that are, you know, she just needs to get racing more. Most guys that have an opportunity to do double duty will do it because it's more track time. It's more time on that particular tire for the weekend. And when they get in the the, the Xfinity car, it's going so much slower than the cup car that it makes them a better driver because it's, everything's slowed down for them. So that's why I think you see them do a, a lot better on Saturday. I mean, they've just gotten out of the cup car into the Xfinity car, and it's slower. Yeah. At Jared Lee 264 asks, what plate package has been your favorite and least favorite? Mine is late 90s, early 2000s. My favorite plate package for the Cup Series is when we ran two by fours on the roof and a little wicker on the spoiler. It was very easy to suck up to the car in front of you, and, and we put on a hell of a show. If you said, hey, what would be your ideal package, I'd put it right back to that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, I don't mind the package we have now. I really don't. I think uh... – it's still easy. I mean, it's still you still fast cars are still noticeable, um, and you can still you can still find them. Um, and you know you can like twenty four was fast. We were fast. Speed still shows. Yeah. But uh, it's definitely more of a there's more technique to it right now for sure. I don't really like that wicker deal that much because that that here you, I mean you could have Mike Harmon start fortieth and he'll be third on the second lap. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> You know what I mean, though. I mean, a guy with that wicker on the top, you are basically. Could you imagine Mike Harmon running third anywhere? I can't imagine him running. <laughs> How many anywhere? calories would that guy burn running third? <laughs> he makes Jimmy Spencer look like a bikini model. Uh. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Jesus. Did you see him eat with that plate of food in his car a couple weeks ago? Who? Some Mike Harmon. He had food in his car? <laughs> he was sitting there with his helmet off. Stop like it, was, it. It was pre race or pre qualifying or something. He, he had, missed lunch. Yeah. I think he has a buffet oh, in his you, car. I promise you, he didn't miss lunch. <laughs> <laughs> no. At right. Cornelius Vistar asked, which made Spotter Brett happier, the Xfinity win or that Mike Harmon <laughs> did not qualify? <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't have to dodge him all day, so that Both. certainly was, was good. But the Xfinity win was, was huge. Man, that was, at this point in my life, and, and I've been fortunate to win some races in, in multiple series, that, that was one of my favorite wins ever, you know. The first win I got with Elliot was at Bristol in a cup car with the Wood Brothers, and, and that was phenomenal. This this win almost beat that because of that drama at the end and, and the waiting period and having all those, you know, one-man guests with John and Jay and everybody there. So, th- that man, it was awesome. Big day. I'll still take the 500. That's a lot more fun, yeah. I promise. Oh, I, t- I told Elliot. Elliot's, uh, Elliot's made a deal with me. He's going to buy me a trophy and because and, I think he knew how much it, it meant to me. So, he's – did Dell Jr. buy you a Daytona 500 trophy? No, but I wish he would. Yeah. So, Elliot, again, is a good guy. Mm-hmm. And, and so, he has ordered me. Kristen actually placed the order yesterday, a trophy. Man, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, you're, that's a lot of money, you know, to, to say, Brett, here's a gift to commemorate that day. It was special to us. And, and man, that's yeah. awesome. I, that I, is awesome. I got a – we did get clocks. We did. We get the opportunity to get clocks. Did you get one? So we did. Yeah, I got one. Is it in your house? No, it's not. It's in my mother's house. I put it. You I didn't gave, want the grandfather clock. I in gave your house? it to her for Christmas. That's nice of you. That's cool. Yeah, I That's had a picture. You have a heart. Holy, it's in there yeah. somewhere. Yeah, but it is cool when drivers do buy trophies and and give like Regan won Dover. He got us all little monsters. Yeah, uh, I got one before. I got an actual, an actual uh, n- regular trophy like they give the drivers right. for winning. Uh, from when when Junior Motorsports won there with Brad back in the day, he bought me one of the yeah. replicas and. I let Madeline play with it because it's a monster, you know, and yeah. stuff. She likes it. Yeah, when Kristen sent me the price of the full-size trophy, I went, oh, but he's going to change his mind. So then I sent him the text. I'm like, hey, man, this is how much the trophy costs. They also can do smaller ones, you know, if we need to cut some money. And he's like, no, you get a big one. You get you a big one. And I was like, oh, man, that's That's cool. awesome. Yeah. That's what does cool. the trophy even look like? I didn't even see it. <laughs> uh, I took a picture with it never looked at it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, that picture, your new Facebook profile picture of you, Will, and Elliot yeah. with the trophy, that's awesome. Yeah, so Elliot and, and Will, I started working with Elliot in 1999. And Will started driving Elliot's bus in 2000. So the three of us have had each other's back for a very long time. And uh, so it's cool to have that picture made. That's cool. I think that's the first time that we've ever been to Victory Lane and Will be sober when he got there. <laughs> and that was because he had to uh, – that was because he had to cook for everybody after, you know, because that stuff stresses Will out. You know, he'll have a few beers during the race, but he got to victory lane and sober and forgot the cooler. So I had to send Just him back to get It's a normal-looking trophy. Yeah, it's perfect. I was actually in charge of getting the hats on Will's head because he was texting to get your cooler at victory lane. It, yeah, yeah, good, good. Uh, teamwork, that's teamwork. Hat teamwork. dance teamwork. Yep. At SVT Cobra John asks, race fans love to co collect memorabilia. Do you guys collect anything from the drivers and teams that you work with? I normally don't. I, it's not like I, you know, take anything home unless just trophy replicas when you get them and stuff like that. Um, you know, obviously, if, if you get, if the driver gives you a helmet or something sometimes or an old, you know, something like that, you keep it. But I don't really collect, um, you know, many things. Sometimes you get rings for wins and stuff, um, stuff like that. But I don't really collect anything. Do you? So, TJ – has the, the fortunate opportunity to be a stay-at-home dad. I don't. I work during the week. I have an office. So I have to pimp my office with all this cool <laughs> race memorabilia. So do I collect this stuff? Hell yeah. I want all the trophies and helmets and cool gloves and shoes, everything I can get. <laughs> I, I've got stuff from Casey Kane that he's given me. You know, I've actually got a Dell Jr. AC Delco crew suit from his rookie year when he raced in the Bush Series. The I need to get him to sign it. is hoarder. I need to get him to sign it. But anyway, I have a really cool office. You'll have to come check it out. Maybe we can do a podcast from there sometime because I have beer in my office. Because you work hard. Yeah. <laughs> Hardly work. <laughs> so our first Facebook, uh, our first question from our Facebook page John Spanier asks, my grandfather thinks they should take the spoilers off the cars. He has said this for years and that it would make the racing better at all the tracks. What is your opinion of that? How do you know how to say that guy's name? Spanier. I don't know. Is that French? I don't think so. Is that so. how you know? I think it's German. I don't I don't know if we can race with no spoiler. That might be. I, I, I think you need a little bit, but I'm all for cutting it down some more. Cut it down. Okay. The thing about plate tracks is if you take the spoiler off, they're going to run even faster down the straightaways. But if there's no spoiler, they're going to have to lift for the corner. The reason we have to run plates at those tracks is because they run wide-ass open, which we'd is 200 doing, miles an hour. Well, we'd be running – if we didn't have plates on them cars, we'd be running 240 miles an hour. Yeah, way yeah. too fast. So, I mean – Take spoilers off. I, I don't. I don't think taking spoilers off right now is the answer. I think these side skirts are slammed on these cars to where no air is getting underneath these cars, and we're maximizing downforce to the point that it makes it so hard to pass. Do I like our rules package now better than I have in the last ten years? Absolutely. Dumbest thing we ever tried to do was go to the common template and then to the wing and to all these things. So we're going in the right direction again. I'm not against taking spoiler off though. Less downforce is a good thing. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, before I'm not. I know we talked about it before. I'm not too worried about the side skirts i honestly like the side skirts because i think it keeps air from the side from getting into the car and i think when you get sideways that's kind of what you need yeah you need to block the air from getting underneath the car um but yeah i don't i don't think we should get rid of the spoiler altogether i, I think that guy should win because he was our inaugural facebook yeah sure yep. all right person yeah john i can't i'm not gonna attempt to say that word hey did you so before you got in here, we had a we had a conversation about Kristen's outfit today. I, it's an adult onesie. It's a romper it. slash. I haven't even suit. looked at Kristen today, other than her eyes. So this, I'm checking her out. I did. Now the down the the downfall to this outfit is that <laughs> yeah, if we, you have to, to go this. to this the bathroom, awesome. you have to take the whole thing off. So you're. <laughs> it doesn't have yeah, a zipper. Man. <laughs> so it's like just don't drink so any dude, water during the day. If you had that on, man, you would have to go to the urinal and drop everything just to. <laughs> it is an adult onesie, and I and I had that suit. same it belt is. in high school. Hey, we used to actually, I'll show you. It's that woven belt. My friend yeah. Sean still wears his belt like this. He yeah. wears that in his dang. It's loose fitting, so you have to show you have a waist. So you cinch it with the belt. You get that from Abercrombie back in the day. <laughs> I'll you show did. you how to do a cool trick with this belt. Oh, <laughs> not that kind of trick. <laughs> Y'all are dirty. Oh, Kristen, she just put it on her neck. <laughs> Y'all are awful. Congratulations, John. You've got a signed Elliot Sadler hat coming from One Main. That's cool. Those look like asked for those were pajamas. Yeah, yeah rude. She woke up and put I a can't imagine on. any girl's butt looking good in that though. Can you? Go, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, a, I'm gonna stop. 
So I asked her also, I'm like, there's got to be a better way to go to the bathroom. Like, yeah. you can't. She's like, well, and then can't. I said, why are we always talking about the bathroom on this well, I don't podcast? Know. She's like, you can just back up to a tree. <laughs> I'm just talking about when you're like hiking or you're camping and you don't have regular facilities. And I was like, you mean girls can't just, you know. <laughs> this is TJ putting his leg up on a desk. Yeah. One leg. <laughs> One leg. <laughs> Mike left so we can. Yes, that's what he was showing. <laughs> I showed her that already. <laughs> The fact that you pulled that up so quick just really Well, I was the one who sent yeah, it. Yeah, we uh, have we have stuff like that handily ready yeah. for instances like That's this. That's good. It's Yeah, for fans insight, we, we have we, we have GroupMe, and GroupMe is a cool app and all of the cup spotters are in there. So, it's it's a really fun app during the week when none of us are racing and it's a really easy place for us all to give each other a very hard time on the weekends when we get frustrated with each other. It's pretty cool. You know the cool thing about GroupMe? What? Is that actually started with my Madden League a handful of years ago where I could get all my guys in one deal, and I found it. Yeah. And then I um, decided to start a spotter one so we could all, if somebody needed help sometime, hey, this gate's locked, that gate's locked, got to go this way. We park over here, hey, meeting at 9. I figured we all needed a way to communicate better than six different carriers and phones. And It's been great, but our amount of professional communication is limited. It's usually it a lot of fun stuff, so that makes it even better. The best thing about it, though, is that my guy, my little logo has the crown. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, you have to show Kristen my logo. <laughs> my logo's cool. Yes. So what else do we I'll got? Screenshot so it. we got a rant. So I, I had a, a minor altercation last night with a media person named Jim Noble, and he took and, and basically – chastised a fan for saying they shouldn't worry about how much it costs to race cars. Do we care about how much a helmet costs for football players? Because a fan was concerned about the millions of dollars that teams spent and ultimately the sheet metal that was torn up following the race. So I just made a comment of, hey, man, you can't compare a $250 helmet to a $500,000 race car. And he pretty much said, I'm in the industry. I should want to compare it, but fans shouldn't. Look, our fans, our hardcore fans are educated. Our hardcore fans are racers themselves. They came from, you know, the dirt track, the small track, the grassroots racetrack. They know what it takes to race. And I appreciate them giving a about how much money it costs for us to put a car on the racetrack. So for him to insult that guy, it got us going back and forth. And then he, uh, he, I, I, I got under his skin, which is awesome because I love doing that. I'd, I'd rather get under somebody's skin than see somebody smile in a heartbeat. So, anyway, I had a, had a, uh, had, a, had, a, had, a had a little fun altercation. But at the end of the day, man, it's about the fans being smart and educated because if they're in tune to our sport and they're supporting our sponsors, man, that matters. Matters a lot to me. What I do you think? Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree with that. I, I think my my rant will be that. So I posted a, a a tweet after the race and I said I thought the Arca race was on Friday. And I had a handful of people in the ARCA series respond to me and say, oh, that was kind of an ass Shot. comment. Yeah. And I, I wasn't meaning that ARCA tears up a lot of stuff. ARCA is a breeding ground for guys to come up through and run in and learn. Right. And that's kind of what I felt like guys were driving like on Sunday. I felt like everyone kind of lost their cool. And they know better than to hit each other when they were hitting it. But they were doing it anyway. Yeah. So, and that's what things – that's the type of things that you do in that series. It wasn't something – wasn't like I was saying, oh, Arca wrecks all the time. That's where you expect that stuff to happen. Yeah. Not in our series. Right. We don't expect to have that many accidents happen like that. So. What what'd you think about – did you see Austin Dillon and Kyle Busch's comments after the race? No, I didn't. So Austin pretty much said – I was home at like 5.30. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. <laughs> well, that's true. Uh, poor, poor Amelia. Um, so Austin pretty much said – you know, we don't love our jobs on these particular days. We go out and do them, but it's a shame that our wives and girlfriends and moms have to watch us be in this dangerous spot. I'm from the town of suck it up, you're an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Suck it up, you choose to do this. You yeah. chose your profession. Yeah. Listen, put your big boy pants on and go race that day. Yeah. And Kyle made some comments, too. I mean, he pretty much said same thing. You know, that he's got to win. He doesn't have to go do it. Well, why would you go do it? Like, you could have rode around in the back. You didn't have to race. So, well, that's somebody else will if you don't want to, buddy. Yeah, in a heartbeat. I know a whole series of guys that would love to be in your position if you don't want to race. Yeah. So it's just part of it. I mean, everybody races with their heads. Safety is way, way incredible nowadays. Thanks to I mean, Dale Earnhardt. Yeah, it's, it, safety is awesome. So, and I'm not saying they need to go there and wreck, but no, I mean, we don't want. None of us want. No industry person wants to see our guys wreck. No, and it, you but know, we all walked away. They all and. Who controls the wrecks? The drivers. Yeah. So, 
you know, talk to your other drivers and, you know, I don't know. They Maybe gotta, they should all start a group me. They got it. They have one. Yeah, they no do. way. Yeah, they have one. Yeah. I don't know if they still do, but they did. Hmm. Yeah. We got some Kansas predictions. Hey, how about that chart that that uh, one of our followers he put does, together? Yeah, he does awesome. TJ kicked <laughs> my ass Josh. this week. David he Reagan is. blew up hey, on about lap ten. You haven't seen my chart. I started a chart because we redid our <laughs> thing last yep. last week. Yeah, yours won't look as good as his. I promise. Uh, you. No, that it dude's doesn't. On it. But by the way, Landon Castle, P11. David Reagan, P34. Blowed up. <laughs> I saw him go up in smoke, and I was like, "Well, there goes my pick." <laughs> So this week, uh, I get to pick first. Yeah, I'm trying to even think. <laughs> We're at Kansas, and I'm gonna go. We should get a list. I'm going all star right here. Like I'm not, I'm not playing oh, around. You gotta after, catch up after sucking last week. I'm gonna go for it right here, and I'm gonna base my pick off of a dominant effort at Texas, and go with Martin Truex. He kicked everybody's ass for that entire race. Made the wrong call at the end of the race. His car is gonna be fast, and he's gonna beat whoever TJ picked. I'll take uh I'll take the twenty. Kenseth. Yeah. I'll take twenty. He's uh so, so to remind the fans, we cannot pick these guys again, again from now till the end of the year. I mean I the only reason I, I have to pick him. I have to pick a guy that can win because you're going that way. I went aggressive, man. So I swung for the fence. Babe Ruth in it. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going off of basically Matt was real fast there last time. Yeah. And uh obviously had a little run in. But I'm expecting that again. I, it just seems like Martin just can't. He he has a lot of speed and they're really good, but they just have a problem closing the deal a lot. And if it if it comes down to a late pit stop or something like that, they kind of get. If it if there's three long green flag runs at the end, he's probably going to win the race. But if there's any sort of pit stop or decision making, it's almost like everyone goes against what he does and he gets screwed by it. Yeah. So I feel bad for him because. When you're leading races like that, you're on, you're a sitting duck sometimes. Yeah, because they're going to be. do the opposite. Yeah. So I don't know. I I have to go with Matt. Matt seems to be, and he might be a little fired up. I was so going to say that little fire in his belly after what happened. This yeah. Past yeah, for sure. Little Saint, good little picks. Saint. Oh, never mind. No Xfinity this weekend. We're off. That oh, means we that we get to celebrate winning another weekend. This weekend we just celebrate again. We're just that's what we're doing. We're taking it through. <laughs> it's like your birthday month. Yeah. You get your two weeks of winning. Yeah. So trucks are in then Kansas. Should be fun. Man, there's so much fun things to do around I that. Can't racetrack. wait till we win a cup race. We're gonna dedicate the whole show to doing it. Yeah. To talking about it. I can't wait for it. It's gonna be awesome. Congratulations on your thirty seventh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty that guy. What a clown. Gotta <laughs> love it. All right, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for One Main, Exalted Studios. Don't forget to give us a review, whether it's good or bad, what you like and what you love. Yeah, we're going to start yeah. reading the reviews on the air. Send questions uh, questions on Facebook and on Twitter. Send them in, and uh, we can now get them more ways. Follow Exalta. Holla. Yeah. Holla. See you Free later. Money. Bye. At One Main Financial, we believe in the importance of community. That means partnering with our neighbors to reach common goals, lending a hand when it matters most, and commitment to our neighborhoods. Community isn't just where you are. It's where you make a difference. One Main Financial, not just in the neighborhood, but part of your community. Providing personal loan solutions and one-on-one local service. One Main Financial, your needs, your goals, your dreams. Offer subject to restrictions and requirements of the licensee. For licensing information, visit our website or call us. You've been listening to Door Bumper Clear. Brought to you by One Main. For updates on Elliott Sadler and the number one junior motorsports team, go to OneMainRacing.com. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo Radio. 